Hi, and welcome to the Behan Brothers. This is your host, Andrew. I'm here with Emmett, and we are going to do our second podcast of the week for the first time in a few weeks here, uh, but we're going to break down week six, talk about a few other games from week five that we didn't really get to go too much in depth to, but this is a big weekend for college football. I mean, there's a lot of key games going on this week. Yeah, there are a lot of key games, and not only that, I just don't know who to go for in all these games. You know, Auburn's on a bye, so I've got to root for certain teams. Yeah. We and get to chill out and watch the chaos. I know. But here's what always happens, though, is I always, like, get a little bit too invested in some other team. Yeah, like, I know. You better win. I and know. I still get stressed out. And, no then, they, what. and then they don't. Like, you're like, your whole storyline is going to totally change. I've already played out the rest of the season. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. This domino's got to fall, and then that domino's <laughs> got to fall, and then the first one never falls. It never goes like you want it to. So... No, so the, I think the, the biggest game, it actually starts off the weekend, LSU versus Missouri, that's not the biggest game. but It is a big game. It's a big game, though. I mean, you, you know, like going into the season, Missouri, we were like, oh, they got to get over the hump, you know. Yeah. I mean, that was the story along them. Can, can Eli Drinkwitz and that team, can they figure out a way to go bowling? They're ranked 21st. Well, they beat K-State, and it's like, oh, they got over the hump. Yeah, I mean, that was a big win for them. And then it's really the tale of two polar opposites of what we thought was going to happen. Yeah, it really is, because then LSU, like, <laughs> I mean. tanking. Yeah, I mean, they lost to FSU, and it was a, it was almost one of those good losses, yeah. right? Like, because Florida State looks so good. But then LSU, I mean, they did not look good against Ole Miss, really. No. And I know that was just a high-scoring game. It was back and forth and all that. Yeah. But Ole Miss, offensively, it felt like they could just do whatever they wanted to do. In that game. Yeah, it made LSU's defense look like a middle school team. They couldn't tackle. Yeah. I, I heard I heard somebody on the radio talking about it. I can't remember who it was. And they were asked the question. They were like, you know, is that something that can be fixed? You know, poor tackling week one in one week. You know, like, will it get better the next week? And they, were, they straight up said they're like, nah, if you're a bad tackling team, like, that's an <laughs> yeah, off-season that's, issue. That's a, you need a different roster. Yeah. Or a different roster where you need somebody to come in there and be like, this is how you tackle and just make them hit a dump. It's something you fix in the off season when you're yeah. hitting a lot and every day. Yeah. Like in season, you're not going to hit a bunch. Yeah, you know there there might be one day this week where they're they're in full pads. That that is that statement right there reminds me of 2012 because Auburn could. I mean, it was the worst tackling I've ever seen. Or even uh, 2016. I'll never forget Leonard Fournette running down the sideline and our guy like jumps over him to try. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I never understood that. I was like, "What? What you thought? What did you think?" I think was that was Trey happen? Matthews that did that. Was it? I think so. Oh yeah, he did transfer to Auburn yeah, after he did. After he helped us with the. Uh, he was already on our team. Pretty he was much. already on the team. <laughs> That's right. He's a spy for us. So that LSU Missouri game has got a lot of implications. Um, you know, Ryan Kelly's kind of saying all the right things. He talked the other day at his uh, in his Monday press conference about. Hey, look, we got to remain focused. We got to keep working. We got to keep getting better. The season's not over, all those type of things. Um, I mean, Auburn's experienced that, I know, in 2014. That's the first one that comes to mind mm-hmm. when they dropped. I think it was the Texas AM game. When they dropped the Texas AM game, it was just like the air got let out of the balloon. They couldn't, then they lost to Georgia after that. Yeah, I mean, that was a momentum killer. It, it wasn't just the loss, the fact that we lost, it was the way we lost. And kind of like LSU, honestly, like LSU, you were right there. You had the game. Oh, yeah. You just let it slip out of your hands. And yeah. That's exactly what happened in 2014 against Texas A&M with Auburn. Yep. 
it was a bad call, really, the fumble. Right. I mean, but that's what happened. That's how it went down. And that's what ended our season pretty much right there. Yeah, so that that one will be an exciting game for me. It'll be interesting to see. Who do you want to win that game? I want Missouri to win that game. Really? Yeah. I don't know. See, I'm torn. I, I'm with you because if Missouri wins, then the whole Brian Kelly hot seat happens and the program starts to collapse right before Auburn. Yeah. So that helps us. Yeah. But then LSU is unranked when Auburn plays them. So if we win, it's like we're still unranked. I, yeah, but an SEC wins an I, SEC win. I, and it's another win in Baton Rouge. I, I, I'm with you, but, man, I really want a number by <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm tired of seeing no number. Also, why is Texas A&M unranked? I know, I know, no, I already I, know. Because I said it at the beginning of the season, like, y'all are trash, blah, blah, blah. You I know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we, hey, we deserve it. We You're deserve it. We were wrong. Yeah, we were way wrong. We were wrong. They're 4-1, and one, though. They're 4-1. and one. I mean, look, I'm just going to be real. They did not look great against Miami. No, they didn't. But against Auburn, defensively, they looked, they looked solid. And offensively, they started to figure it out with Max Johnson. That's, that's another thing. It's a different quarterback now. It is. And I think you put Max Johnson against Miami. It's weird how coaches do – like that happens in so many seasons where a backup guy comes in. I mean, Stetson Bennett was the backup at Georgia, came in, and like – I mean, they just they, – they, they go on. I don't think it really has to do with, like, ability at that point. I think it has more to do with, like, intangibles. Yeah. Which I hate that. Like mentality. And mentality, leadership qualities. Yeah. Like, even sometimes just, like, how you throw the ball can be different. Yeah. Uh, I remember people, or there was a rumor that Bo Nix threw the ball too funky or something like that. That's dumb. I, I disagreed with it, but yeah, maybe there is something to it. I don't know. Maybe Max Johnson throws the ball in an easier way to catch it. Well, like I do wonder tight, too. Tighter spiral. I do wonder too, like Connor Wigman, you know, five-star quarterback, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, he came into the season with probably some level of expectations of like what he wanted to accomplish this year. Yeah. And Max Johnson's probably just out there playing loose. I got nothing to lose. Yeah. And that's it's like almost like backyard football. Yeah. There's still a scheme and stuff going on. But yeah. It's like, what are you gonna do if I don't do good? I'm the backup. Right. You play. There like, ain't nobody behind yeah, me. Exactly. I have nothing to lose here. So he's playing with house money. Yeah. But that, but I'll tell you, man, that defensive line for Texas A&M is legit. I oh, mean, back to back weeks with 15 tackles for losses. That's only happened like four other times from a Division One team to another FBS team. Yeah. You. Everybody talks about the Brett. Whatever his name is, not Brett Belima. Brett Belima. No. Who was the offensive coordinator they hired? Oh, uh, Bobby Petrino. Yeah, Bobby Petrino. I yeah. Know, I guess Arkansas. Yeah. But uh, they were talking about that and how the offense is going to be different and all that, and it is. Yeah. But what I've seen is the defense has improved the most to me. Yeah. And they were already good. And well, and that – yeah, that's the thing. I mean, their defense was good and has been good the past few years, um, which is weird that Jimbo Fisher's teams are defensively strong when he's an offensive-minded guy. But – it doesn't really make sense. But they did that, – that was a source of a lot of their – like their high ranking when yeah. they had the number one class that year was mostly defensive guys. I mean, yeah. a lot of those guys were defensive guys, so you're starting to see them. They didn't click last year, but it feels like it's clicking this year for them, and yeah. they're able to just get after the quarterback with four dudes, and then they can just drop back everybody else. And yeah. It reminds me of the 2019 defense for Auburn. Yeah. Just 
bunch of guys up front, and then like your secondary really doesn't have to do much. Yeah, you had what Derek Brown, Montrevis Adams up there, and it was kind of like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, you're not gonna run it. The only team that can, the only team that sort of stopped it was LSU, but they were holding the entire game. Yeah, still sore about that one. Yeah, but. We were wrong about A and M. We were we were dead wrong about A and M. I don't know why they're not ranked though. I mean, because there's other teams in the top twenty five that don't deserve. I don't think LSU deserves to be there. They're three and two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They hadn't beat anybody. They have the same record as us. Um, there's there's a lot of teams. Wait, have they even beat a Power Five school? Yeah, they beat Mississippi State. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh, but Alabama, Texas A and M, that game going on in Kyle Field. I mean, what's your sense on that game? Well, let's talk about Alabama for a minute. Yeah. Alabama showed out against Mississippi State. Yeah. I mean, yes, Nick Saban's yelling on the sideline again. He is yelling on the sideline. So, I do – I am going to say Alabama is improving. Are they still like Alabama? No. They, there is still a giant talent gap that's happening at Alabama. There, there's still a ton of question marks. Yes. Yeah. They've been exposed and they're going to stay exposed because, for one, their left side of their offensive line is weak. I think that's the thing that, you know, maybe they have an advantage over on a lot of these other teams. I mean, A, they already had an athletic advantage, just the recruits were all good, and all, you know, all five-star guys, and they got five-star guys behind them and all that. But you have the advantage now. I think Alabama, maybe more so than any other team in the league, knows what they're good at and knows what they're not good at. Yeah. I mean, it feels like – all right, hey, like we're we're not a team that's just going to run it down your throat. That that was that was their idea going into the season, but that's not going to happen. They're going to be able to run the ball decently well, like, a, like SEC average, yeah. but it's it's just not you know they're, they're not going to be able middle just, of the pack running too. Yeah, they're not going to be able to just gas you. But what they do know is, all right, we're going to drop Jalen Milrow back. We're going to give him some routes, and then we're going to let him get into scram, scramble mode, and he can either take off or he can hit a receiver, yeah. you know, in scramble drill. And honestly, you better hope he, he decides to pass it because yeah, I mean that's really kind of your, yeah, that's that's sort of your best bet is that he throws it. Yeah. So A and M keep a spy on him. But then again, I hate to say it, but we need Bama to win. No, I want Texas A and M. No, sorry. If if the path, are <laughs> <laughs> right, you going down your domino scenario? Yeah, lay out lay out your domino scenario. Dominoes. Alabama has to win this game. Texas A&M has to have three losses. So, do you want Alabama to come into the Iron Bowl with That's no another. losses outside of Texas? Oh, yeah. For sure. I don't want to beat Alabama on, on their bad year. I want to beat Alabama at their best. No, I'm, I'm ready for them to have a bad year. Nope. I want to end this. So, you would, you would rather Alabama come in at 10-1 and one, yep. than 7-4? and four? If we have nine wins, yeah, I don't care. Eight wins. We only need eight wins. That's insane. That I would so insane. much rather Alabama have seven wins coming into the Iron Bowl and us put the fifth win on them. But, Andrew, here's the thing. It doesn't matter how many wins they have. It's the Iron Bowl. For God's oh, sake, Brian I mean, Harson took them to four overtimes. I mean, I get it. I get it. It Look, makes it that much sweeter when they're good and you beat them. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I understand that. But it'd be that much sweeter for them to have a 7-5 record and you'd be like, Dynasty's over. I, but if they I'm lose, thinking long term here. I get what you're saying. But if we beat them this year, nah, regardless of how many wins they have, nah. the final nail in Saban's tenure. But that wouldn't. They'd still go to the SEC championship game if they only have one SEC loss. No, they wouldn't. We would. 
If they beat A&M. We've already had two SEC losses. Not in the West, though. It doesn't matter in the West. I thought that's how they do it, because no. you have to win the West. If you're the Western Division champion, then you go to the SEC championship to represent the SEC West. Yeah, but it's all your SEC games that count. That's so dumb. Okay, yeah. so we need to take a to lose two games. <laughs> okay, but that still works. Bama beats A&M, LSU beats A&M somehow. And then, there you go. You need Alabama to lose to somebody else, though. You, yeah. need, you need them to have an SEC loss. Dang. Yeah, I know. That's a pickle. That's why I'm pulling for Texas A&M, pulling for Alabama just to go 7-5. I, I still don't want that. I still no, I want, like... I want I want chaos. I want every team in the SEC to go 8-4, 7-5 for full-on parity and chaos. I want it to be like, well, we beat you, well, we beat you, and it's just a circle of beat. I, I, I agree with that. However, I just want us to slither our way through and just survive and be the, have the best record. I don't think that's happening with Auburn this year. It's going to be legit. Yeah, I know. You, you don't, I'm not you don't negative. No, you don't have faith. I do, I do. <laughs> All right, whatever. We're, go, we're going to the next one. All right, so then Vandy and Florida. This is a, a battle for the cellar dwellers, it feels like. Um, I mean, is there a program in Florida that – has so much prestige that has fallen so far. What happened? I mean, I mean, time, I, time, out, time out, time out, let, let me say this. Auburn's not that far behind Florida when it comes to this, y'all. Like, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Like, we're... What the, if we wouldn't have gotten rid of Brian Horson, wouldn't we did? Yeah, Hugh Freeze has got to turn this thing around. I, I or, mean, he or obviously we're, is. Or we're Florida. I feel like, no. I, I don't... I think we're already moving the, our way out. I, hopefully so. I don't see how you're not saying it. I, I, I mean, I see it. I think we're moving in the right direction as a team. We're literally missing one aspect of football. No, I'm just, but, I'm, but what I'm saying is if 2024 season doesn't go well, like if it's a 6-6, like 7-5 a six and six, seven and five season. I don't know. That ain't going to happen. We get the know, easy man. home schedule, so that's automatically eight wins. Why do we have the easy home schedule? Because every other the even years we get the easy home schedule or the the easier away schedule. I mean, no, we got Alabama and Georgia on the road. Those are the we? only two hard ones, though. We get LSU at home. Those are pretty tough. That's two losses. That's two. I know. If we have to win eight games to improve next okay, year. Okay. All right. All right. I'm with you. All right, all right. Sheesh. Whatever. This guy. All right. So Florida. If Georgia can't mess you up, man. Bro. <laughs> Not doing math right now. <laughs> Been doing math all day. All right. So so Florida and Vandy. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, going into the season, I was like, oh, Vandy's gonna turn around. But man, I'll be honest with you, Clark Lee's like I was a, I was pretty high on him, but yeah. good dude. Yeah, it feels like their team is just trash right now. I mean, they did lose a lot in the transfer portal, I'm pretty sure, didn't they? Yeah. Well they lost Ray Davis. Yeah. Um McLeod. They lost uh they, lose, they lost uh, McAllister that came down to Auburn. Yeah. And then they lost uh, – it was a backup quarterback, I think, that they had on their roster that transferred off that, that was like – they were back and forth with, with A.J. Swan going into the season. But he transferred. I think he's at Mississippi State. But um, they could have used him because A.J. Swan's gotten hurt a couple times and had to come off the field. And, but, I mean – I think Florida wins it just because it's, it's at it, home. Yeah, it's in the swamp. I mean, the swamp isn't easy. And then again, it probably won't be loud because it's Vanderbilt. Well, the, the, thing, be, the thing about Florida is what you've seen is 
So Tennessee couldn't pass on them very well because they couldn't run, right? But what did Kentucky do? Kentucky just ran the ball down their throat. Yeah. Vandy's not going to run the ball down their throat. No, they couldn't even run down. No. What's your call it? Yeah. What's that state that's not even connected? Hawaii. <laughs> they couldn't even run down Hawaii. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, it was uh, – I, I, give, I give Florida the edge here. They're a favorite by 18.5 points right now. That's the line for them is 18.5. Alabama Texas A&M game is one and a half for Alabama. I don't necessarily agree with that. Eighteen and a half. You don't think that? I think they beat them bad. I do think they beat them pretty bad. I don't know, man. I just don't think Vandy has the depth to it could like just third, be like, fourth quarter. Florida's no, yeah, pulling. You're, you're right, but I just I guess it's just my preconceived notion of what Florida was going to be this year. Oh, they're trash. I don't think they're, they're still good. bad. But how, what happened to Tennessee, man? That was crazy. I know. I don't know how Tennessee lost. That was a big game for them. Yeah. They're, my whole perception of Tennessee is thrown off by that one game. I know. I have no idea what to think of them. They, they throttled South Carolina, yeah. but it's like, all right, well. I'm glad we're not playing them because I would have no idea how to feel I about that game. I would yeah. Yeah. Like, against Georgia, I, like, woke up. I think I said it. Like Tennessee or Alabama today? Who, who, yeah. who wins that game today, this weekend, if they were playing this weekend? I have no idea. I have no clue. I don't know. Both teams are just giant question marks. <laughs> Honestly, the whole SEC is a giant question mark. It really is. I mean, that's why I'm just pulling for everybody to go 75. Everybody do terrible. We can all just be in misery together. Yeah. That's what I want. Uh, all right. Florida, I think Florida's going to win that game. I think yeah. they're going to win that game fairly easily. Um, the, the other, there's two more big games. So you got Kentucky and Georgia. Both teams are undefeated going. They're both 5-0. and There's only three 5-0 and teams. You said it on the Monday podcast. Yeah. There's only three 5-0 and teams in the SEC. Kentucky, Georgia's two of them. Missouri's the other, weird to say. Uh, really weird. <laughs> Georgia is a 15-point favorite in this game. Now, that's crazy. I still think they win because it's at home. I just – I'm. I think Georgia will win. C A T S cats cats cats. Is that their thing? That's that's Kentucky Wildcats, man. I don't listen to their. I've never heard them cheer before. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> there's not a lot to cheer about. With that's them. the. I mean, that's it, man. But the big blue wall. I still believe Georgia will win this game. Who's gonna stop Brock Bowers? But Kentucky's defense is gonna get out. I, I believe their defense is really good, but. Dude, that guy's crazy. I think that is Rob Gronkowski times two. I, I mean, he's legit. But I think Kentucky gets a pick six in this game. If they get a pick six, then yeah, they win. I think they get a pick six. I think they control the clock. I think they're going to be able to run on Georgia. And like we were talking about it before we started, the thing that I learned about Georgia in this game, in the Auburn game, was you can run on Georgia. Yeah. I mean, that's all Auburn did. We ran 70, 70 or 75% of our plays were yeah. run plays. And they were to the outside. As long as you run it to the outside, you can. Kentucky run. can run. Ray Davis is legit. Yeah. He just rushed for 280 yards. He's still running on four. <laughs> um, I mean, they, they couldn't stop him. Now, the thing is, Auburn didn't have as much success up the middle, which is really where Kentucky likes to attack. Um, I do think Kentucky's offensive line is a, is better than Auburn's right now. Um, but I also wouldn't say, like, we had no success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, like, we mainly got stopped 
up the middle on like third downs. Yeah, Auburn's done that all year. And I don't know why we keep trying. Uh, yeah, I mean, when they stack the box with all 11 players. And they know you're running it up the gut. Yeah. Let's not do that. Maybe put some out wide. Stretch the defense a little bit. Just throw a screen. Throw a screen. Throw a slant. Do something different. Yeah. So, Kentucky, if you throw a slant, <laughs> you will get the first down. Yeah, I mean, that was a, that was those were the two things I think I saw from Georgia was they they like to rely on their front four who are really good to stop the run, but their edges kind of sit back and and they're pretty slow to react. If you hit them on the edge, you can get you can get yeah. free from them. I think Kentucky will run some jet sweeps um, and have some. Uh, I think they've got a guy, Trevin Wallace, who can do that. Um, who can get out wide and, and get some yardage for him. Um, then you got Ray Davis just hitting it up the gut. Ray Davis is a bowling ball. Um, he's fast. He's a great all-SEC back. Um, I think from the way the season's gone so far, Ray Davis has been the best SEC running back in the league. That's weird to say this year. Yeah. Definitely. Judkins hadn't done it yet. No. I had a good game against LSU, but I definitely didn't think it was going to come from an SEC East team. No. Thought for sure it'd be a Western team. Yeah, and then Rocket Sanders has been hurt. So yeah, you can't true. you know, you can't really judge him, yeah. Lean on him. Jarquez Hunter hadn't been great for Auburn. He'd been good, but He's not been great. Hesitating way too much. But um fifteen point line, even if I'm picking Georgia, I'm still saying it's like a one score game. Oh, it's definitely a closer game than yeah. a 15-point line. Yeah, I don't know what Just because – I think just because of the way both teams play, like the style of play they like. They're both slow, methodical. Kentucky, I think, is going to try to do a lot of the same thing that Auburn does of, like, let's just control the clock. Let's just uh, – that was a bad slip-up. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's control the time of possession here. Let's uh, try to reduce the number of um, – Offensive plays you yeah. even run throughout the game. Um, all that, I think, is going to play in Kentucky's favor uh, for them to keep this game definitely within one score. I guess where I think Georgia has, like, the major advantage, and it's a huge advantage in anything. Yeah. Depth. They've got more depth. Yeah, they've got depth. But I do think it feels like this team is younger. It's younger, but, like. So then the depth is younger. I guess it's, it's younger, but they're still five stars. Right yeah, they're there. still legit. Their third string is five stars. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I I I, I, I can I'm, see Kentucky winning. I just I think it's a huge win. I think it's a marquee win for Mark Stoops. And, and then the they'll lose won. the next week. <laughs> they will fall. They will yeah. fall to somebody that they shouldn't. It'll happen. You can just tell just based on the four, first four games. It was like. I've got something going wrong here. I don't know what it is, but yeah, something's missing on that team. It's pretty wild. All right, and then the last game in the SEC, the the night cap there at six thirty um, on SEC Network. Arkansas and Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a twelve point favorite, eleven and a half point favorite in this game. Why is that the night game? I don't know, but I think Ole Miss throttles them. It's not going to be close. So, kentucky Georgia's at 6, too. It's a 6 o'clock it's a, on know, ESPN. Like, so. Switch Arkansas and – Well, because, uh, you know, good old CBS decided to pick Alabama, Texas A&M for the 2.30. But LSU-Missouri is ESPN, and that's how – Yeah, that Vandy-Florida game should swap. That should be that should be the 3 o'clock. I don't know. You don't want it to compete with Alabama, Texas A&M. I don't know. It's stupid. Whatever. That's – 
That's weird. <clears throat> All right, Arkansas, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Eleven and a half point favorite for Ole Miss. I'm taking the over. I think they throttle. Yeah, it's not going to be close. It's not at be least close. twenty-one, maybe thirty. What was the score of the game last week for them? They scored over fifty points. I'm pretty sure. Oh, you're talking about Arkansas? What'd they get beat? A hundred to nothing? What was it? I'm sorry. It was thirty-four to twenty-two. Not even not close to us. They got beat by 12 last week by Texas A&M, and I think Ole Miss's offense is way better. Than yeah, that. way more high power. Another defense isn't as good, but yeah. But Arkansas's offense isn't as good as LSU's. I don't And I think they had a – didn't they have a pick six or a fumble return for a touchdown or something like that in that game? I don't know. Um, all right, go back. Technology issues. All right, so, yeah, I, I think Ole Miss wins that game. Um, I think they win it going away, too. Yeah. And they just keep on rolling. They're getting ready for uh, – they have a bye week after this week, and they get they have a chance two weeks to get ready for Auburn. Good luck. You better beat us. We're only going to be this bad for this year. That's right. All right, other top 25 games going around. Big game, big game out in Dallas. The Red River rivalry, Oklahoma and Texas. The first time both teams are undefeated since 2008, I think. Um, Let's call it what it really is, the Red River Shootout. Okay, Red River Shootout. Don't know why they changed the name. I don't know why. Um, That's going to be an exciting game. Yeah. That is going to be awesome. It always is a good game. It's always weird, too. It is, because even when Texas was down, they would come up and beat Oklahoma, and that game was weird. It was awesome. I, I loved know. it. It was chaos yeah. in the Big 12. Um, two future SEC teams right here we get to watch. Yeah. Um, that's at 11 o'clock on ABC, so another good kind of morning game for you to watch. I don't know why they play that game so early in I the day. I hate that. That's the one thing I hate about it. It's stupid. Like, I want that to be the 8 o'clock. Put that thing under the lights. Yeah. Imagine how much crazier the game would It'd be. It'd be wild. I do love that the stadium is split. It's like maroon on cool. red on one side, and you got orange on the yeah. other, and they're both just loud as crap. Yeah. They are – I mean, it is an insane game. I'm, I'm really glad the Iron Bowl is not like that, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm glad that the Iron Bowl is a home-and-home home series. It'd be, it'd be crazy, pretty crazy to see that game be a home-and-home home game. I think, oh, I think all yeah. these games – like. Even the Texas A&M Arkansas game, yeah. which has been played in played in Dallas for since Texas A&M joined, that should be a home and home game every now. I think all rivalries should be. I think so too. I mean, I know that one year it's gonna suck, but then the year that you get it at home, oh, oh it's my legit. Gosh, it's so much fun. But that's the point. And then if you do win on the road, you it's know, it's just better. that much sweeter, I know. right? I mean, you're just giving the bird to everybody. Oh yeah, side. absolutely. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. If you've if you've never been to a road game in the SEC and seen your team win, you you got to go to it. Yeah. Which means you got to go to a few road games because road games in the SEC are tough. Yeah. Um, One I will never go to Mississippi State. I've I've been to a Mississippi State game. I, I'm sure it's fun, but you could leave with a headache. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't. For sure, you're leaving with a headache. Could not handle that. It gets tiring after a while, um, and they just keep on. Clanging, man. <laughs> they, they keep on. They're faithful. I, hey, power to them. That's brutal, dude. I'm telling you. Um, now, baseball season, that's a whole, totally different place. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? 
Texas Oklahoma rivalries being home and home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So we went to the. Uh, I, I was actually at the Auburn Kentucky game when Cam Newton was there. Uh, we traveled up. We went and like camped out, uh, like right next to this uh, up in the Appalachian Mountains. We yeah. camped out a bunch of bunch of buddies of mine, and uh, we got tickets. Went into the game. We were looking. We we're sitting next to like a bunch of players' parents and everything. We we're in the Auburn section. It was like all these players' parents were. Had to be careful us. about what you said. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't could not complain about yeah. play. Um, and we were staring right down the sideline when Cam kind of like jumped out, jumped out of bounds. Almost, yeah, and like for like eighty it. yards. Yeah, for the touchdown, <laughs> it was awesome. It was incredible. Um, it went nuts. Yeah. Um, that was a crazy game. It was an exciting atmosphere. Wasn't uh, Philip at the Ole Miss game when Cam caught the touchdown? Yeah, I think Philip was there for that yeah. one. Um, our cousin Philip was there for that one. Um, and he said he knew. I think I remember him saying, like, he knew it was coming. Like, he knew, yeah. like, they were going to throw it to him. Um, so that was a crazy one. Uh, road games are fun. Yeah. I need to go to one. Yeah. I mean, I've been to the Alabama, but. Uh... <laughs> We've never won when I go. I might stop going. Yeah, you need to stop going. <laughs> we used to win there all the time. Um, Within the past ten years, I've been pretty good. <laughs> well, they have been. They've been. They've been on. So, well, what, who, who's the pick for the Texas Oklahoma? Uh, man, I don't know. I don't know if I really believe in Oklahoma yet. But Texas is just anytime they're good, it feels like they stumble on somebody. True. That is true. But. I'm buying them. Hook them? Hook them. I'm with you. Hook them horns. I'm with you. Hook them all the way. I don't uh, like Oklahoma either. All right, Texas is a six-and-a-half point favorite. They're a touchdown favorite in that game. I don't know about that, but. Yeah, I think it's a closer game than that. I think it's going to be wild. There's going to be some crazy plays in it. Um, all right, you got Florida State, Virginia Tech. Florida State's going to throttle them. Uh, let's see. There's Kentucky, Georgia. Who else we got? Notre Dame and Louisville. Notre Dame's a touchdown favorite. Notre Dame had a close game against Duke last week. Um, Duke's Duke's a pretty decent team um, when their quarterback's in, uh, but without him, they're they're nothing. Um, but Notre Dame, tenth ranked team in the nation, comes in five and one uh, facing Louisville, who's five and zero. Oh. Yeah, that that's just been a quiet, undefeated team right there. Yeah, they hadn't garnered a ton of attention. Um, I, had I a feel couple like they big always games. like hype them up. Well, their only loss right now is to Ohio State, and that was on a. I'm talking about Louisville. You talking about Louisville? I feel like they always hype up Louisville, ever since Lamar. Yeah. Or whatever his name is. They've had some good seasons and some bad seasons. I don't know. Michigan's playing at Minnesota. Where? Oh yeah, yeah. They'll they're gonna beat them. Yeah. Minnesota's gone down. They had one good year under uh, row the boat. Yeah, they're not rowing anymore. Uh, let's see, Georgia Tech at Miami. That's not a great game. Oregon State versus Cal at Cal. Cal's a tough place to play. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be the toughest road game. Tough environment <laughs> to play right there. I will say, Oregon State is a very you know, we talked about like Utah was a very SEC team. You know, and yeah. just the way they play. So is Oregon State. Yeah. I mean, they're just gonna they're gonna try to run it, and they're not gonna throw it a ton. Uh, DJ Ukulele, whatever his name is from Clemson, I don't know how you say his name. Um, goes up there as the QB um, to really kind of restart his career, similar to the way Bo Nix did after he left Auburn. Um, 
I think Oregon State gets the win, but I think it's a closer game. Um, now the line right there is only nine and a half in favor of Oregon State, so they're calling for it to be a pretty close game. I think it's a close game. I don't. I don't know that Oregon State can just score a ton of points to even pull away. Yeah, they beat they beat Utah, right? Yeah, they did Last beat Utah. Um, let's go check out that but score. That was Utah without Cam Rising. Yeah, so they beat Utah twenty-one to seven, and the score was really close for the whole game. And then Oregon State just kind of got two touchdowns to really kind of pull away. But um, uh, it felt like Oregon State had control of that game for the whole time. But you're just waiting on somebody to really just break away. Um, Nobody really ever would. Uh, Then you got Arizona USC um, as the. Pac-12 after dark game. That Oregon State-Cal game is also at 9 o'clock at night, so that's another late game. So that's pretty crazy um, going on there. But um, any other any other games that you're excited about from a college football perspective? Uh, maybe not excited about, but they're notable, worth mentioning, I guess. Uh, Colorado's playing Arizona State. We'll see how okay comes back from two okay. losses in a row. Yep. Um, Fresno State, number 24, is playing Wyoming. <laughs> Are they at Wyoming? Yes. Uh-oh. Could be happening. Upset alert. Wyoming's 4-1. Upset alert. I'm telling you. I hope Arizona beats USC. I'd pull for the Cowboys. I hope Arizona beats USC. I want USC to lose and do bad for eternity. That took away a national championship from us. They did. I don't hate them, though. I hate the voters. I don't even like USC. What's the point of your f- football program when you don't have fans? Yeah. <clears throat> they did back in 04. Well, they fell off. Where are they? I don't know. They're gone. Uh, hey, we're going to take a quick look here at MLB. Uh, Phillies are up 7-0 in the eighth inning here. Uh, they already have this, uh, the game one. They took game one. I think it was 4-1 to one was the final there. Um, so if they win tonight, they seal the deal and win that wild card game. Uh, Texas beat the Rays to put the Rays away um, 7-1 tonight, so they handled business there. Minnesota beats the Blue Jays to win that series. They won tonight 2-0. And then the biggest upset to me was the Diamondbacks beat the Brewers in two. Wow. They beat them 5-2. So it seems like if you got game one, you got game two. um, That's what's – Kind of going on here. So it's top of the eighth, two outs there um, going on in that game. Uh, we don't really talk much about the NFL outside of fantasy uh, football here, Emmett, but um, uh, the there's a couple of good games, I think, on the schedule. You've got Ravens and Steelers, which is always a good game. Yeah, that is always a good game. Um, I, right now, Baltimore's favored by four. The game's in Pittsburgh. Uh I feel like the Ravens are going to win that game. Yeah. I, would, I mean, I think I would just say I like the Ravens more. It feels like they're a more complete team. Yeah. Um, you know, St. Uh, <clears throat> Louis. The Steelers have not been able to put together much offense this year. They're 2-2 two and two on the season. Ravens are 3-1. and one. Uh, Feels like the Ravens just have it, have it going, and uh, they should be able to keep that going. Um. Let's take a look here. All right, Bengals versus Cardinals, two one and three teams. Your guy, Joe Burrow. For the love of God. <laughs> I'm Joe. telling you, hey, I'm just going to tell you, Arizona's defense is good. Burrow's not going to have a good game. 
he's not going to have a good game. See, so this is where my thought process keeps tripping me up. Okay. Is I think, like, in his mind, he's got to know, hey, I'm about to play a good defense, so i got to, like, really show out. Yeah. But that never happens. It hasn't happened yet. Score points, Joe. Do something correct for once this season. I'm keeping the faith. Uh, Hide or die. How about it? Hey, I think another game that could be an upset. The record doesn't show it. The Chiefs are three and one. The Vikings are one and three. They play up in Minnesota this week. I think the Vikings get the win there, even though Kansas City's a four-point favorite. Yeah, Chiefs haven't been the same this year. Neither have the Vikings. Yeah, Kirk Cousins has made some boneheaded throws. What's going on with the Jets and Zach Wilson? I've seen like what's going on with the Jets. Well, and Zach I heard Wilson? I heard the announcer. Did you see the announcer after the game? Uh, so you're talking about uh, what was it? Ryan Harrison. Yeah, he said something like Zach Wilson is garbage. Oh, he called like, him trash to 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 one of the Chiefs players, like yeah. right to his face, and was trying to get the player to say that to, to like bad. yeah to call him trash. And he's like, you know, the player respectfully was like, he's a good player, he's getting yeah. better, you know, like all this kind of stuff. I mean, he's a young QB. Yeah, I mean, what is this, year two for him yeah. in the NFL? I mean, cut the guy. Yeah, seriously. Well, it's funny because, like, people do that. You know, they say, like, you know, if you don't have a Pat Mahomes or Josh Allen or, you know, whoever, right, they don't break out that year one. But then you look at a guy like Jordan Love with yeah. the Packers, right? Yeah. Well, Jordan Love got to sit behind Aaron Rodgers for, like, five years and learn how to study a playbook and learn how to study a defense and all that kind of stuff. He had – he had time to prepare to become the starter. Zach Wilson was just thrown in, albeit on the Jets team that sucks. Yeah. You know, the Packers are even a good team. So it's kind of, you know, I think a lot of it's circumstantial. I I just feel bad for the kid. I do all too. I've seen is hate towards him. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. I mean, he had, uh, I think he had one fumble in that game that lost, you know, really kind of ended up losing them the game. Um gave the Chiefs the ball they were able to go down and I think run out the clock there but um yeah I don't know man I I feel bad for him too I I feel like he's a better quarterback than what the way people talk about him yeah you know um the Jets take on the Broncos Broncos are terrible winnable (laughs) definitely winnable the Jets are really aren't a bad team their their only win is against the Bills and every other game they've played is close yeah and beating the Bills isn't an easy thing to do with Josh Allen no it's not um so, if you had to pick an NFL team this year, I, mine has been the same, too, for the past, like, really three years, probably. Like, to be my favorite team? Yeah. I'm a Patriots fan all the way. I hate AJ. I mean, I hate what's-his-name, but yeah, I, I almost said AJ. I, w- I would either say Eagles or Bengals, because I do love Joe Burrow. The guy's a dude. I'm a Patriots fan. I just hate uh, Mac. Yeah. Not a big fan. Well, not. They well, got to get a QB. Bro, he's dirty. I don't <laughs> like him. He's dirty. And then the Eagles. Now I have even more reason to like the Eagles because they fly Auburn's Eagle at their games. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't. I mean, I don't like it, but it is cool. I mean, that we're getting our name out there more. I guess, but it's not uniquely Auburn if you're doing it somewhere outside of Auburn. You know? It's uniquely Auburn's Eagle. <laughs> Maybe so. Eagles take on the Rams. That should be another good game. Yeah. That one's out in L.A. And then uh, I think the best game, the Sunday night game, is Cowboys and 49ers. Cowboys come into it 3-1. and one. 
and the Niners come into it four and zero. America's team. Yeah, Cowboys. What's crazy is the teams they've played have been trash, but they've made them look like trash. Yeah. Um, outside of that one game against Arizona, which was just kind of a head scratcher. But they've beaten the Giants forty to nothing. They beat the Jets thirty to ten. Lost to the Cardinals. And then this week they beat the Patriots 38-3, to and it wasn't even that close. I mean, they could have beaten that team like 100 to nothing if they wanted to. Yeah. <sighs> Cowboys are back. Cowboys look legit. That defense is legit. Yeah. It is. Micah Parsons is, is a, a big reason why. Um, I mean, to start, the, to start the, the week off, Bears commanders play on Thursday night. You've got the international game of Jaguars and Bills. Did you watch any of the uh, Toy Story game this week? No. Didn't. Why? Nobody did. I'm so tired. I actually checked it out. I'm not going to lie. I checked it out to see what it was, and it was awful. I'm so tired of them doing like all the – I don't even like the we're going to play in England. All right, no, so, it's American football. All right, so here, here's my issue too. All right, so not only are you playing the game in England, but then – It's at 9 o'clock in the morning? Well, <laughs> I don't mind it being 9 o'clock in the morning. It's like, all right, I wake up and there's NFL on. Yeah. But my issue was they put the game on ESPN Plus only, or you can watch it on Disney Plus. So that's why I that's why I tuned in on Disney Plus to see the Toy Story version of the game. It was awful, um, so I stopped watching. But you had to have a subscription to ESPN Plus to see the game, and it's like I'm not paying for ESPN Plus. So they're just gonna put all the games in a foreign country and be like, you gotta pay to watch. And I mean, that's what they're gonna have to do. We're just taking American <laughs> family from. Um, it's stupid. So, um, just we'll make people get their own team if they want to see the game so bad. Yeah, because I just have zero faith in the English public to go to those games. Like we know what's going on. I'll tell you what is cool is that when uh, when the when Tom Brady and the Buc- Buccaneers played in Germany uh, a couple of years ago, those fans went insane for for Tom Brady. Really? Oh, they loved it. They loved it. Like, they were doing all their soccer chants and stuff for, for it. That's um, pretty funny. They get pretty excited, I will yeah. say. I mean, I mean, if you... You don't want to get the Germans too excited, though. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> oh, chill, chill out. Chill out. Chill out. Oh, we don't want another war here. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's what's going on in the NFL, MLB. Jacksonville State, by the way, is playing right now. Hey, what's going on with UAB this week? Uh, they're playing a team that they will probably lose to. Are they? They're 1-4, so... Yeah. Pretty much that the rest of the year. Uh, so they're playing South Florida. They get South Florida home. I think this is actually the children's hospital games. They wear okay. uh, kids' names that are in, in the hospital. They wear their, their name on the back of their jersey. That's cool. Um, yeah, so it's a great fundraiser. That oh, they it's do. at UAB. It's at UAB. Um, South Florida, famous for giving Alabama a tough time this year. <laughs> uh, comes into the season 3-2. and two. UAB comes into the game. They're uh, actually favoring UAB. One and four. Uh, no, USF is favored by three now. Oh, oh, no, you're right. Okay. ESPN Analytics favors UAB to win 53-47, to 47, but, but the, the line, line how does is USF. Work? How does that work? ESPN Analytics is trash, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> the line is USF by three and a half, so it's still a tight game. Yeah. Uh, it should be an exciting game. UAB had a chance to beat Tulane this week. Um, they had them on fourth down. They really haven't played bad. They just no, they haven't. I mean, their schedule's rough. Let, let's take a look at, at their at who they've played so far. So uh, they played Georgia. 
So there's one that's really hard to win. They scored 21 on them, too. Yeah, so their lone win was versus North Carolina A&T. Uh, they lost to Georgia Southern 49-35. They lost to Louisiana 41-21. Both of those games were a lot closer early on, and then it seems like Louisiana and Georgia Southern both kind of pulled so away late. Got a depth issue going on. Yeah, I think so. You know, I think Dilfer's trying to get his uh, his culture in there. Um, he's trying to bring like an NFL and like a a big Division One kind of mentality to it. Okay. I I don't know about the NFL mentality in college because it doesn't work. No, I mean, I mean, I think he's he's kind of trying to bring like, hey, we're going to prepare you for the NFL. Oh, okay. You know, kind of mentality, not just you know. You know, a lot of these smaller schools, the coaches are just. We're playing to win. Yeah, we're playing to win again. Yeah. You know, if you make it to the NFL, you make it to the NFL. But uh, I think he's trying to bring a different approach to it, uh, which is good. Um, I think he will do better in the transfer portal, but he's got to start winning games in order for people to kind of believe in his concept. So uh, UAB gets South Florida this week. They have UTSA next week. That's a tough game. They have Memphis the next week. That's a tough game. Um. They get FAU. That should be a winnable game. Navy's going to be a tough game, but At they should Navy. win that one. Yeah. Uh, they get Temple. That should be a win. And then North Texas should be a win. So, last three games uh, should be a win. They've got a shot to go bowling. Yeah. Uh, they need to win a couple of these games here, though. They need to beat South Florida. They need to beat FAU. They need to close out the season with, with four wins. Blaze on. Blaze on, man. But Jacksonville State is currently losing to Middle Tennessee State. Uh, 23-14 in the third quarter. Okay. All right. Well, Jack State, let's hope they can pull it out. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for us here at the Beham Brothers. Thanks uh, for following along with us. Uh, and don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for all your SEC news, stories, and more.